Blog Talk Radio. Good evening, everyone. This is Deb uh, from Media Night Radio. Uh, we are on the phone with uh, Dan Kane. We're welcoming, welcoming him to the airways tonight. He's also known as The Mentalist. Dan Kane is a professional corporate entertainer specializing in the art of mentalism who has confounded audiences for over a decade. He has taught students in the art of magic in more than 30 countries while working with a major network company. He has studied psychology, spiritualism, biblical symbolism, and other various esoteric subjects. He has created his own illusions and is scheduled to release a DVD in 2013 that will teach other magicians the secret to one of his signature tricks. It has been said by Mr. Kane, everything should be tested and subjected to the analytical mind. Consequently, his demonstrations are presented from the standpoint of entertaining his audience. His demonstrations include experiments of that sixth sense, close-up delusions, and comedic relief. He uses individuals in his audience who are unknown to him for his telepathic demonstrations. He makes them the actual recipients of telepathy and mental pictures, which he climactically reveals. Interest and thrills await those viewing this most entertaining presentation. Dan is the only person in the history of mentalism that predicted with 100% accuracy the winning team, final score, and a specific highlight of football's Super Bowl game in 2012 and donated all proceeds raised to the Children's Miracle Network Johns Hopkins Children's Center. He is currently working on a seminar as well as a mini-series television program which will explore paranormal activity and psychic phenomena. Dan has also written a book titled Conceptual Misdirections about a conversation between a magician, a medium, and a mentalist. The book is available on his website, www.caneillusions.com. Let's welcome to the airwaves, Dan Kane. Hi, Dan. Hi, how are you, Deb? Good, how are you? Uh, things are going really well tonight, really well. Thank you for asking. Absolutely. Okay, so you're, you're known as the mentalist. How did your upbringing influence the decision you made to pursue this career? Well, um, when I was, I want to say, about five or six years old, uh, my grandmother, who is now passed on, um, she taught me the first two card tricks I ever learned. And um, and she said something to me um, that I've carried with me ever since. Uh, she did a card trick, and, you know, I was floored. And she said, you know, would you like to know how I did that? And I said, well, yeah, absolutely. And she said, can you keep a secret? And I said, yeah, here I am, five or six years old. Yeah, I can keep a secret. And uh, she said, so can I. And uh, <laughs> just my heart dropped. But, uh, you know, she did teach me. And I've, I've carried that uh, little saying with me ever since. Every time someone asks me how I did that, you know, whatever I do, I'll say, uh, can you give a secret? And I'll say, yeah. And I'll say, so can I. So it, it kind of, um, you know, her magic and, and a little bit of her uh, – Humor has has uh, lived on through me, I guess. <laughs> That's so funny. Well, can you um, can you explain to us what a mentalist is and what they do? Sure. Um, a mentalist is uh, 
an individual with the ability to identify and um, manipulate, if, if I will, parts of the elements of the human psyche. Um, uh, of course, I've focused my efforts on the area of thought reading, uh, psychokinesis, uh, power of suggestion, ESP, um, and, and the like. Um, so, yeah, we kind of take the five senses and we use them all together to create the illusion of a sixth sense, if, if I will. Oh, okay. So I'm a bit of a skeptic when it comes to anything else. <laughs> right, right, okay. So what what would be the difference between what you do and what a magician does then? Okay, um, that, that's a good question. Um, a magician uh, and a mentalist, well, both of us, actually use the same kind of techniques, okay? Yeah. We we both use um, suggestive, uh, you know, manipulation. Uh, we use sleight of hand. Um, but I think what it comes down to between a magician and a mentalist is presentation. Uh, we Again, we both use sleight of hand. Uh, we both use trickery. We both use misdirection. Um, but I think it just comes down to presentation. A magician will present his illusions as tricks, just plain tricks. Um, and, and people typically know that they're tricks. And we have a smart audience nowadays. We have a more intelligent audience. And they know that what a magician, when they say they're a magician, um, that title typically, by definition, means trickster. So... Um, not not literal definition for all you people out there listening, for all you magicians listening. I know it doesn't mean trickster. Uh, <laughs> it means secrets, you know, magi. But, you know, to the audience, um, a magician is a trickster, and that's what they see. When someone on stage calls himself a mentalist, um, we're delving into something a little bit more mysterious. There's no big props. There are no large colorful boxes. Um, there are no hot women walking about on the stage trying to get your attention off of what the magician is doing uh, or the mentalist is doing. Um, typically, the props that a mentalist has uh, is in the audience, the people. You know, um, I've, I've often said that my props stand between four feet and six foot five and, you know, weigh anywhere from 125 pounds to 300 pounds. Those are my props, the people. Um, so, yeah, there, there's. I think it comes down to presentation uh, between a magician and a, and a mentalist. And um, I like to even go further uh, to be bold and, and, and say I believe that mentalism is the last vestige of magic that is believable. Um, when I do, you know, close-up illusions for someone, they know it's a trick. They know that there's some type of trick behind it. But at the end of my show, when I complete one of my performances of 100% uh, mentalism, people come to me at the end of my show, even though I do a disclaimer at the beginning that uh, it's it's just for entertainment purposes um, and no way psychic. Um, there are people that come to me at the end of my show and still ask how their dead loved ones are doing. That's how powerful mentalism is. 
as opposed to magic tricks of a magician. Sort of like the same, you know, techniques, uh, slights, uh, secrets, but it comes down to presentation. A mentalist is going to present his art from the mind as though it's mind power, um, you know, uh, telekinesis, um, psychic power, even though we say we're not psychic. Um, But it's it's just part of the show. It's presentation. So I think that's the difference between a magician and a mentalist, presentation. Ah, in one word, presentation. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I had to go all the way around that just to say that one word. <laughs> oh, no no problem. Um, okay. Uh so okay. So in in what you just said, you feel that it's it's uh the presentation that makes it different than a magician. You wrote a book titled Conceptual Misconceptions. Misdirection. Which focuses on a conversation between a magician, a medium, and a mentalist. Mm -hmm. What is the most fascinating thing that people will take away from this book? Wow. Um, I think uh, we, we, we tried to cover so much, so many topics in a short amount of time. I think that um, each reader is going to come away uh, with something of their own interest, of, of their own looking, um, al- almost like the, the Rorschach um, principle, the, the, the Rorschach test. Um, are you familiar with the Rorschach test? Yeah. Okay. Um, for everyone that's listening, um, if you're not familiar with it, it's the inkblot test. Um, you know, the, uh, the inkblot's put on there It's in no way, shape, or form no pun intended, uh, any type of real um, image. It's just an ink blot, and you see what you want out of it. So we tried to cover as many topics as we could with with this book, and um, I think each reader is going to take something out of it that applies to them. I don't know if there's, there's really going to be any one thing that everyone's going to take out of it. Um, if there is one thing... I would hope that they would have an understanding of, you know, the differences uh, between the three camps are the same thing that make us alike. Hmm. Okay. What did you get out of it? I got out of it that that it is very, um, all of the different, it's all the same. It's just how people perceive it. Mm-hmm. And the perception depends on the way, I think the perception it, it depends on the way you live your life. It all comes down to how you perceive what you see and what you do. Yeah, I agree. Uh, and so with the psychic, you know, there there was something in your book that was so interesting by Donna Messina, who is who you who who was a psychic in your book, and she said something like, in other words, 
if this is God-given, if this is a talent that I'm given, if I can be, if it can be used to help others and to, um, and it's not negative in nature, then I'll keep it. But if it is anything else, then I don't want it, then take it away from me. And that is such a bold statement to make when you're talking about an ability like that. And, and she was actually saying, if, it, if it's trick, I don't want it. If it's, if it's here for good and I can help others with it, then I'm all for it. Mm-hmm. That's just... Um, you know, here, here's the thing, and uh, I love them both. Uh, both of them are such wonderful people. I, I, I really had the, the pleasure um, of meeting both of them um, and, and getting to know them. Um, and th- just to meet them is just, um, to me, an honor. Um, Donna, because I, I've heard her for so long uh, in the local areas here, on the radio and whatnot, um, and, and Charlie... Uh, I, I've always looked up to the group that he now leads as sort of the, the guardians of the secrets, you know, the Delaware Knights of Magic, the oldest magic club in the United States of America. So um, I, I really, um, I, I, I was in awe in their presence. So, you know, I, I really appreciated Donna for allowing us to, to hold the meeting in her home. I appreciate Charlie for taking the time and, and sitting down with us. Um, and you know, I, I I can't say any I can't say enough about them. They're just wonderful, wonderful people. Um, and I, I along with this going on with the psychic um, the psychic route there, uh, I can't lend myself. I don't know if it's just me being recalcitrant to <laughs> that that form of thought, but I can't lend myself too easily to you know psychic phenomenon. Um, because I have yet to meet a psychic that I can't duplicate what they do. Um, so, yeah, there, see that? <laughs> and there's probably people out there right now going, oh, I know somebody right now that will do something to you, Mr. Dan Cam. <laughs> but, uh, you know, I have yet to, because I know a lot of tricks. I know a lot of tricks. And I've seen a lot of psychics. I've sat down with a lot of psychics and who've tried to read me and, and can't. Um, I remember this one event. Well, it was the Super Bowl, the Super Bowl event when I, I did my reveal. There was a guy there uh, who heard about me being there, and he arrived, and he was a palm reader. And he said, you know, he's one of the best and yada, yada. And he asked me for my hand, and I gave it to him. And I stood there, um, stonewalled. I didn't show any emotion. I didn't give off any uh, micro-muscle movements at all. I just stood there with my hand out. And all the while, he's throwing things at me. Um, and and I could tell clearly that he was doing cold call or, or cold reading techniques, um, some Barnum statements. You know, he was, he was just throwing a bunch of things at me while he was tracing the lines on my hands. And uh, he was looking for signs. He kept looking up at my face and, he would kind of like raise his eyebrows. You know how people raise their eyebrows to kind of get you to yeah. respond? Like, well, am I right? Kind of thing. Yeah. Well, I didn't respond. I just stu- stood there. Just I didn't do anything. <laughs> and when he was finished, um, I asked him, I said, are you done now? And he said, yeah, I- I'm finished. He, s- uh, he said, how well did I do? And I said, well, you were 100% wrong on everything. 
So, <laughs> you know, I'm not taking anything away from, you know, the the the, the few people out there who might be able to do this. Right. Uh, but I just haven't met them. That, right. That's the line. I just haven't met them, you know, and, and i got to keep that in the back of my head because I want to believe they're, they're this – it's a it's a wonderful wonderful area that if it is real I'd I'd love to to see it for myself I, maybe I'm not doubting Thomas I don't know but I need to see it right right no that that's understandable um what do you believe is the biggest misconception about what you do that I'm psychic <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> It's so it's so crazy, um, it, it, you know. And, and with this, with the knowledge that a mentalist has, the knowledge that we have, it's easy to create a cult. I swear, um, to for people to to believe that I'm in their head. And right. I, I say this all the time. Uh, people come to my shows as skeptics. A lot of times, they'll leave questioning their own faith. Oh yeah, I could see that happening. You see, um, when we did this meeting for the book, uh, when we were doing our intermission, I, I think I, there was a note in there in the middle of the book where I actually did a routine, a mentalist routine on um, Donna's son. And I was able to, quote, divine, unquote, things about him that I shouldn't have known. Right. But it was simply tricks. It, it was just trickery. Um, it all comes down to the presentation, though. The way I presented it was uh, in such a way that he believed I was in his head. Right. So that's the misconception a lot of times, that, that we're psychic. That's, that's fascinating. Um, <laughs> can you... Can you share with us a part of your show, um, like perform something over the phone that will blow people away? Yeah, um, I, I can do a, uh, a lot. yeah, I can do something. Um, do Can we have a couple, uh, can we have perhaps a call, uh, a listener call in? Um, I, let's see if I opened the lines up. Hold on. Let me see if anyone called in. I didn't open the lines up for this. I usually okay. don't. Do you want to re- revisit that, or, or do you just want me to do something for you? Yeah, just do something for me. Okay. Um, let's see. Uh, okay. Do you have maybe five business cards, just five random business cards? Yes, I do. Okay. <laughs> Take five business cards, um, turn them face down so that the blank back is face up. The blank back all, is face up? On all five of them. Okay. 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 All right. Um, now draw like uh, draw an arrow. Let's say draw an arrow on one of them. Draw an arrow on one of them. Okay. Okay. All right. So um, we're going to play a game uh, where you know an arrow is going to be launched, and and I'm going to try to figure out which one it is to help you catch it. All right. Okay. Um, all right. So. Now I want you to lay all five business cards out from left to right, so that so that they're horizontal in front of you. Horizontal in front of me. Yeah. Okay. And you want me to turn them over? No, keep them. Keep them. Uh, keep them the face down. Yeah. With the oh, okay. arrow showing. Don't okay. worry, I can't. I can't see. <laughs> no, I know you can't. 
<laughs> okay. Okay. So um, right now I want you to uh, take that arrow card wherever it is mm-hmm. and either keep it where it is or trade trade it spots with one of the other cards, whatever you want to do. Okay. Okay. All right. We're ready. So um, I have a I have a lucky number. Um, it's it's two. Okay. Right I am. I'm showing my. Uh, this is part of the show. I'm showing my uh, uh, superstitious side. If I, will. I have a lucky number too. Uh, okay. So we're going to find out what your lucky number is, but you're not going to tell me. Okay. Um, you're going to count from the left. The f- leftmost card that's going to be one. Okay. And then the one to its right is number two. Okay. The next one is three. So you're going to count starting with the left one to your card. Okay. Okay, and that's going to be your lucky number. Wherever it is, that's your lucky number, okay? Okay. Okay, good. Now, I already told you my lucky number. So take the the, the card that's all the way on the left. Pick okay. It up, pick it up and put it all the way to the right. Okay. And do it one more time. The The card now that's on the left, pick that up and put it all the way to the right. Okay. So we moved two cards, right? Mm-hmm. So that was my lucky number. Um, we're going to do that with your lucky number. So however many, whatever your lucky number is, that's how many cards you're going to move from the left to the right. Okay. One at a time. Okay. Okay. Now, there's absolutely no way I know where your card is. You started it wherever you wanted. Mm-hmm. You had a secret number that I don't know. Right. Is that fair? Is that fair? Yep. And we're doing this over the phone. <laughs> right. Okay. Right. All right. Um, put your hand, uh, just kind of hover it over the cards, and go toward all the way to the right. Okay. Um, okay. Uh, pick that card up. Okay. All right. That's not it. You can toss that to the side. Okay. All right. Um, take your hand, hover it, go all the way to the left. Okay. And pick that one up. Okay. That is not it. Toss that. Okay. All right. Go to the one, I guess that's on the left now, that, that one that's all the way on the left now. Okay. Okay, pick that one up. All right. Don't believe that's it. Toss that one. All right, so we should have um, two cards left, right? Correct. Okay. Um, the one that is on your left, pick that up. Okay. That's the arrow. Oh, that is bizarre. <laughs> that is bizarre. Okay, you got me believing. <laughs> oh, my God. You guys, honestly, I just did this with him on the phone, and he absolutely nailed it. That was the the one that I drew the arrow on with Sharpie Ben. Wow. Wow. Thank you. I'm bowing right now. Thank you. Woo. Wow. Okay. Now that you've done that, um, can you tell us about your um, your uh, publicity stunt that you're going to be doing this year? Can you tell us about it? Yeah, I can I can share a little bit about that. Um, 
it's kind of a trade-off, actually. Um, the mayor of Smyrna uh, approached me and wanted me to help her out with um, a fundraiser. And um, I said, sure, let's, let's do something. Let's put something together. So she got the committee of Smyrna, the town of Smyrna, to, to meet with me. And um, we brainstormed a little bit. And uh, I decided that a good idea would be <laughs> to, to drive a car through an obstacle course um, with a blindfold. Oh, my God. So, so Willis Chevrolet is the biggest auto mall in Kent County. And they've agreed to do the publicity stunt there, um, and uh, you know we'll have you know some of the other vendors and companies out there to help raise money. But mine will obviously be the main attraction, and uh, I'm going to take one of the best cars of 2013 on their lot or whatever car that they have that they're going to give me. I told them I won't do it unless it's a brand new one. Um, <laughs> and I <laughs> got to go out in style. Oh, absolutely. Uh, and I'm going to drive through an obstacle course that will be complete with stop signs and speed markers, and I have to be able uh, to know where they are. Wow. Yeah. Okay, so uh, is there tickets available for this event? That's going to be open to the public. There's a lot of time, a lot of the publicity stunts that I do, I try to allow the public to just come out and be a part of it. Okay. Um, I don't make any money off of the publicity stunts that I do. Um, every time I do something, you know, like that, I, I donate all the money to a justifiable cause. Got it. Got it. Oh, that's fantastic. Okay, well, we want to thank Dan Kane for for lightening us on this whole entire art. It's been a pleasure having you. Um, everybody should uh, should visit his website, www.kaneillusions.com. Be sure to get the book because it is a fascinating look inside the world of um, mentalism, psychic ability, and magicians. I mean, the way they they look at the world, and they it's a conversation between the three of them, and it is just a fascinating look inside it. Um, but thank you so much for taking this time with us, and uh, we look forward to having you on again. Thank you so much for having me, Deb. It's been a pleasure. Absolutely. All right. Well, thank you, guys, for tuning in, and uh, I have a wonderful evening. And that's really quick. <laughs>